Welcome back to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. Every week, we dive into juicy topics for women navigating the business arena, leadership, and their personal self-development. We reframe business and life with a more feminine lens to help women find more fulfillment, freedom, and success. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and today I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Laura Shikuzman. Today, we thought we would talk about being more bold, direct, and honest in the way we talk in our business, on our website, in our communication, with our voice, with our platform. How can we be more bold and real? How can we really share with the world our beliefs and not keep tamping everything down? So I think this will be a really interesting conversation. This is something I've been contemplating a lot recently as I've been rolling out my new brand, which everybody will see over the coming months. But um, yeah, what do you think, Laura? I think this is going to be a fun conversation. Yes. I'm always excited to talk about the truth of things. And (laughs) I think that, um, you know, often women have been, I'll just jump right in here and say, you know, a lot of women have experienced shame around being bold about being kind of like big energy, right? Or just honest and say what we mean. So that kind of conditioning, I think is really hard. It holds back a lot of women. I think for me personally, I fall into sort of the the pleaser trap where sometimes I'm afraid to get really bold and really um, truthful if I don't want to hurt feelings or, you know, somehow step on other people's toes. That's, that's definitely was in my upbringing, right? Yeah, for sure. And I think too, it's good to clarify that when I talk about being bold, I'm not talking about kind of that extroverted outward energy bold, right? I think sometimes that's how we look at it or that's how we frame it. I'm just talking about being really authentic, really ourselves. So, you know, I don't know about you all, but I've got really strong beliefs, right? And I have these platforms and, you know, you get me in a conversation with my husband and, you know, I can be really strong in the way that I think and feel and believe. And the question is, do I communicate like that to the world, right? Sometimes if you look at some of my Um, I know with my content, I can be, and even this podcast, I can be very honest and direct. I let it all flow through me. But then you go to my website and it's really not aligned. Like it really doesn't have that boldness. And so I think that's what we're talking about. So if you're an introvert, we're not talking about going against who you naturally are, but you know, are you communicating what your real beliefs are? Are you really expressing yourself in whatever you're doing in your business? Yes. I'm glad you're making that distinction because, you know, about really what you mean by bold, because I do think that's common to think of bold as extroverted, but bold is, um, you know, can be just a very clear statement. It can be a very truthful, like way of being in the world. And that might come with a more like, you know, soft presence, but very bold, or it might be a more intense presence and be bold, but it doesn't actually matter what that energy, whether it's soft or a little bit more in your face, there is just this really important essence of being bold and being authentic, as you say. Yeah. And one of the things that kind of hit me, you know, earlier in the week is I was having this conversation with my online business manager and we were chatting about, you know, my website and some of the language I want to use and my copy. And, 
And, you know, one of the things that I always talk about is how I just refuse to use manipulation techniques, right? You know, the here's the way you should craft a sales page. Here's where you should put the big button. Here's where you need to have the scarcity, you know, language. And here's where you need to make sure that you've got the urgency and then you've got to have the upsell. And, you know, there's all these things that, you know, even though we know that these are manipulative, or even though we know that people are selling us this way, we still get stuck in it. We still buy into it. And, and so the world perpetuates this kind of idea that, you know, we're just going to use the techniques that work for people to buy. And I was saying how I, I don't believe in that. I won't do that. I refuse to do that. And my online business manager mentioned, well, why don't you say that? Why don't you make a disclaimer in your copy that says you refuse to use FOMO, you refuse to use scarcity, you refuse to use urgency? She's like, if I went to a website that said that, I would be super happy. Like that would make me immediately resonate with them. And I was thinking, yes, in how many ways do we not use who we really are, what we really believe, what we really think in our communication? right? We hold back these strong beliefs. We hold back these these integrity things, like the values that really matter to us. We don't express them, but wouldn't we attract more of the people we want if we did? Hmm, Absolutely. Yes, yes. I find it refreshing personally when I see very transparent communication. And I think that we've all as consumers become quite savvy to what um, may often be called doublespeak you know, where, and and we've seen enough of the online marketing and, you know, the emails and the, the ways that those landing page and sales pages and all these different things that have been out for a while in which there's kind of this formula to it. And I can detect it right away. Like immediately do I, I know like, oh, this is meant to sound personal, but I know this is scripted, you know, or um, this is, you know, sounds really good, but I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, where's the big hook? Like, where's the, or I click on something, oh, it's free, but now I'm like waiting for the multiple pages that are going to try to get me to spend more money. And so, you know, just like, I think we're also much more savvy to that than we've ever been before. And it's time to call that out and just be like, is that really working? Like, are we still pretending? Or what if like you said, and what your online manager recommends, it's like, let's just say it up front. If you're the kind of person that doesn't want to play that game, doesn't want to spend all that time just in the double speak, like, let's say what we mean first and foremost, and just get to the gist of things, (laughs) to the heart of it. Yes. And you know, it's so, I think we've been trained and like, I mean, I've been in business 20 years. I started off in marketing and branding. You know, I've been trained to polish my language. I've been trained to say the right things and to frame things in a certain way. And so I, I notice inside myself when I fall back into that default, right? Where I I start to think, oh, here's what I really believe. And then all of a sudden I'm backsliding into, you know, speak that is normal and what everyone else is doing. And this is what ends up happening, right? Is that we all end up sounding the same. No one can discern, you know, and this is like rampant in my industry. If you go to business coaches or you go to leadership coaches or you go to any coaches, right? They all sound the same. Like there is no differentiation. How can I tell who you are? Because I'm just hearing the same thing in the top 10 sites I've just gone to. They all say the same. They're all some little variation of the same thing because no one's being bold enough in their language to tell the truth. 
Yes, exactly. Exactly. And and I think that there's a lack of confidence, like this whole not sometimes trusting ourselves, not trusting our own voice, not trusting our own process. So, you know, a lot of um, what has happened is the replication of things. And it's so good to have templates and have things we can refer to so we don't have to recreate the wheel. But I think we have to be more bold in expressing what is truly our voice and doing it differently. You know what? If you don't do that five-step formula, oh, well, like try something different. Try it your way. Pull from what you've you know, experienced. Pay attention to what you like and then see if your clients are on the same page. You know, I think that's kind of my number one barometer is I'm just paying attention. How do I feel when I read these things? And do I want more honesty? Like, you know, do I want that? So how do I give more of that to my clients if it's really what I'm seeking? And I know that it lands for me as the person, you know, seeking possibly somebody new to work with. Yeah, completely. And I think what you said is really true as well. Like we we have to find our voice, our unique voice, our truthful voice, right? And so you know, that's about tapping into who we are and what we're about and what we believe. And when we find that voice, that is really what resonates. And that could be a quiet voice, a loud voice, a crazy voice, a silly voice, a funny voice. You know, it doesn't, it's who we are. And it's not trying to be like anyone else. It's just fully being ourselves. And so, you know, I've really been thinking about all this, this idea of the way the marketing needs to be structured and the sales process and, you know, all these things in which we're trying to sell and upgrade and, and all of it. And I think we should just throw it all out the window. I'm just like, let's just throw it out, right? Let's just be more real. How about real marketing? Can we just like be more real? Can we just tell people what we believe, tell what we're about? You know, and and it's so interesting. And, you know, and again, this is something I'm really integrating and working with myself. So I can, I can relate to this on every level is that I have sat in misalignment with me and my message in some aspects, especially like I would consider it in my website. I've had this misalignment where you can't really tell who I am. I already know who I am. I'm already operating as I am. I'm already teaching what I'm here to teach. But you don't find that out until you're in my program, right? You don't really find out what I'm about or what I believe unless you listen to this podcast for a while or unless you are in my program. And that has to come way before really to attract the people that we want to attract. We need to be sharing that aspect of ourselves way before the process of they've spent six months listening to our podcast or they've been in our program paying us. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And the whole thing about finding our voice and speaking our truth and, you know, it, it's something that um, maybe we don't see modeled enough. So I'm glad that you're talking about starting sort of doing that in your own marketing. And, you know, because I think we need to see examples. And recently I actually was struck by a, a headline that I, I'm going to pull it up right here. So there is some good news in the world. There's, you know, lots happening, but I'm going to mention one of the good <laughs> things that's happening is um, I don't know if people are aware, but. City, which is you know major U.S. bank, just named uh, their first female CEO, uh, Jane Frazier. So finally, major bank in the United States has its first ever female CEO. And what was interesting is that there was a little interview with her, a little clip that I watched, and the woman that was interviewing her says, "Well, you know, um, you have a reputation for being a straight talker, and how do you feel about that?" 
And I thought that was an interesting, you know, straight talker. First of all, it sounds kind of like a masculine description. First, I kind of was like, straight talker. Is that the men describing her? Like, you know, and then um, she is so perfectly eloquent and she responds and she says, you know, that's actually, yes, it is a uh, reflection of the fact that transparency is one of my main values. So it's really important for me to be transparent. And so if I'm saying something, I want you to be able to know that, yes, I say what I mean, like I'm being fully transparent. And so I thought it was so interesting because it was sort of like this masculine, like, oh, you're a straight talker, shoot it straight. Da, da, da. And she's just like this very calm response of absolutely, I value transparency for myself and my team. It's extremely important. And she's like, and I think that more and more, we're going to see leaders that understand the value, these values of transparency and this value of being, you know, more, um, she listed off some other really great feminine leadership adjectives. So I I just want to say that, you know, that is going to help in the world as we see more bold women that name and don't feel shamed or belittled by being like, oh, look at you, you know, a little bit. She just says what's on her mind and kind of this straight talking kind of, there's a little bit of a sting in that, in my opinion. Oh, there is. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. It is totally a put down, right? Like it reminds me of like a ball buster, right? It's like, that's the same vein. And this is such the interesting thing is that I, so this month with my clients, I've been working on strengths with them and, you know, what are their strengths and really honoring and embracing all of their strengths, right? And so many of our strengths as women, like our innate strengths, things we were born with, have, you know, some of those strengths have really been criticized, right? We've, as we've really stepped into some of our strengths, we've been told we're too much, we're too intense, we're too straight talking, we're too honest, we're, you know, like it's, it's that, that two word often comes into play when we truly become who we are and we truly step into our power and we truly step into our strengths. And so I think that is one of the things that we're combating inside ourselves is the ways that we have been shamed for being truly ourselves. And so then I think there's this fear that overcomes us when we go to communication or we want to write a post or we want to write on our website. And this very indoctrinated, internalized fear comes up that, oh my gosh, we're going to be too much. Exactly. And, you know, for many of us, there are actual real memories and experiences with that trauma. Yes. Yes. I was about to say, and some of those are traumatic, you know, and they stay with us. And even if we're not conscious of thinking, oh, I'm not really speaking my truth right now because I've had this, you know, this traumatic experience around that, it's unconsciously still there. It's in your body, it's in that freezing, in your, stomach that you're just like, oh, I don't know why, but I just can't bring myself to, you know, X, Y, Z to say, you know, and I think, so this is really important that we're having this conversation because if you're out there listening and you're, you know, thinking, well, that just really feels scary or that just doesn't feel like me, um, just kind of dig a little bit in there, you know, and just notice what's even happening in your body as Sonia and I are talking about being bold and being transparent and, no more double speak and no more like hiding behind certain words or certain formulas and just being yourself. You know, what comes up for you? Because if things are coming up that feels a little like there's some tension, some tightness, some fear, then there's probably some work to do around that. It's just really about gentleness, about compassion, you know, bringing some self-love and awareness to the fact that many of us have been shamed for being ourselves 
for being the women that we are and bringing that skill set into our work or into our relationships. So, yeah, I think it is so, so important that we give ourselves that grace. Yes. And and this is a healing process. I mean, pretty much my belief is that growing a successful business or stepping into leadership or building a leadership platform or changing the world, it is a super self-development process. And so, you know, there's nothing that we talk about on this podcast that does not involve some healing, right? And this is no different. Like really, you know, I'm definitely not coming out and saying, just be bold. Like, you know, forget it all, just be bold. But what I what I am contemplating and exploring is shifting what is inside of us that makes us tamp ourselves down, that makes us repress ourselves, that suppresses our voice, right? What is that part of ourselves? And working through that and integrating that and healing that and becoming whole from that, you know, really allows us to make a decision, a choice to be more transparent and bold. You know, that kind of segues into something else I, I think is really interesting is that, you know, there there is the masculine way and the feminine way, which we've talked a lot about on this podcast. And the masculine is more structured. It's more, you know, clear. And the feminine is more messy in a way. It is more like not in a negative judgmental way, but it is like it's more fluid and it's it can overlap and it can work in the gray. It can work in the dark. And so I often find, too, that some people are afraid to really be transparent because they feel messy. They feel like, I'm not going to get it right. It's not going to be precise. It's not going to say exactly the right thing. It's not going to be perfect. But it is the messiness, and I've watched this time and time again, sometimes when we are at the most messy stages of our lives and we express that and we share that, that people really resonate. Like, it affects people so deeply. And so I think we have to be afraid not to be a little messy or not not be afraid to be messy. I think that's what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I thought. I was like, I think that, yeah. It didn't quite sound right, Sonia. <laughs> but give ourselves permission, yes. There we go. See, I was messy. <laughs> <laughs> there, you're just demonstrating it. That's right. That's right. Um, and that's where it starts, you know, is just like giving ourselves permission to play with a new experience. You know, I, I think that one of the, um, or the most helpful ways that I invite my clients in psychotherapy to try some homework, to do something in between sessions when they don't have me right there helping them along the way. It's like, look at this as, as a playful exercise. Look at it as an experiment. You know, look at it with curiosity. And that's kind of what we're asking today when we think about, you know, how bold are you being in the world? How truthful are you being? And what would it feel like to the next time you're writing something on your website, just to take a minute and be like, is this really what I want to say? Or am I hiding behind something? Am I like trying to say it, but then I'm just not really, really being bold enough to just state what I want. This actually makes me think of our challenge with asking for what we want, that, you know, getting our needs met and speaking really the truth means that we have to be comfortable with that. Um, It's honoring and and valuing, oh, I have needs, I have wants, I I would like to work with this particular person. Can I be honest about that? Yeah. It's like, it's so interesting. I I was um, recently working with a branding company. So call out to a branding company called Root and River. They're really amazing, awesome branding company. And they were mentioning how this idea that 
really, if there's a thousand people we're talking to, we should be repelling 900 of them, right? Like that's how bold our languaging should be, is that we should be repelling them. Like absolutely, they're running out of the audience because they do not like us. And a hundred people will then be so attracted to us <laughs> because of what we're saying, right? Like, I think we're we often are looking from the opposite. We got to try to please almost everyone. We got to try to like make at least 900 of the 1000 people love us and then those 100 people might not like us a little bit, you know? Like they're, like this is this it's such a radical shift in the way we view things that we can be so bold and direct and honest that we don't worry about offending people. In fact, we want to offend the people that are not aligned with who we are, that are not our best clients, that are not our ideal audience. And that, I think, is a message that needs to be shared more and more because we really are so afraid as women to be bold, to to state how we feel, to be honest and transparent. And that is the direction we need to go. Absolutely. And this makes me think of the uh, mantra that's always playing in my head is like, I do not have to be all things to all people. And so the more truthful you are, the people that you really are meant to connect with, meant to work with, meant to build relationships with, they're going to identify you more quickly as well, right? And you won't spend all your time in relationships with the wrong people, in business with the wrong, (laughs) you know, air quotes, wrong people. Because it's like, if those people are not a fit, then your double speak, your like hiding behind your truth might be what's creating that, might be attracting people that just, it's just not a fit for you. So I think remembering there is a cost to us not being transparent. There is that cost of not being, and when we're not in alignment, we're not drawing towards us the experiences and the people that really resonate with who we are. Yes. And so, you know, there is some pieces to this that are really important. One, you need to know who you are, right? Because you can't be transparent if you don't know who you are. So that self-development piece, that exploration of what do I believe in? What is something that is really important to me? What are my values? Really deciding that, being truthful about that, being honest about that. That is really one of the first steps. We can't be bold in our messaging if we don't truly know what we believe in. And so, you know, back to so much of what we talk about is that self-exploration. That's a really important part of the process. Yeah. And, you know, that is something that comes up over and over again. It feels like a common thread in our talks. It's like, okay, come bring this back to you. If any of these things that we're talking about that you're struggling with is like coming back then to what is your truth, that's going to take some introspection. This is going to take some time with self. And Sonia and I are big proponents of stillness. You know, when you start to kind of hit this place where you're like, I don't even know, I can't even... I don't even know what is my truth. I don't know what to say. I don't know anymore. Not to give up, not to be too discouraged because we all get to those places. And it's really just a sign that it's time to slow down and it's time to turn inward for a little bit because it probably means that you are overwhelmed, over um, saturated, if you will, with other people's opinions, with the world's opinions, with the way things should be. And it's time to just strip those away for a little bit to get back to your more essential self. Yeah. And I would really also say, like, don't rush the process. I mean, you know, I don't always share the behind the scenes of like, you know, my process and how I go. But, you know, I've known for 
a, a while now that I needed to kind of shift my brand. I needed to change my messaging. I needed to, you know, really shift what I'm creating. And I am not a fast person. Like I don't like to do things that are not embodied, that are not real, that are not like embedded in the groundedness of who I am. And so I've probably spent the last six months really working on this. Like, so this is not always a fast process. You're not going to just like go to your website and be like, all right, I'm going to be more direct. This is done. You know, I'm going to write something today and tomorrow we're done. Like this is a, a, like a conscious process of really asking yourself, what do I believe? What am I here to do? What is my purpose? Is you start to explore that, that takes time for things to really fall into place. And I know for myself, you know, I've spent six months actively every week exploring this within myself. And it's just now really unfolding and settling into place. Like I still haven't shared it with the world yet. It's still something I'm I'm brewing, but it's starting to come together. The puzzle pieces are starting to fit. The languaging is starting to come forth. My transparency is starting to be really, really clear what that should look like. And so don't feel like you have to rush this process. It's much more like a percolation or a brewing. You know, like we're we're letting things unfold so that the true us can really come out. Yes. And I'm all about oh, just letting more of the truth come out in my own life gives means that it's easier. <laughs> you know, right? things get easier when we just like let our truth out. That's right. I mean, it's so funny because you know, we just don't realize the patterns. Like so often with my clients, what I'm doing is just removing all the ways they're not being truthful, right? Or all the ways they're misaligned or all the ways they're doing things that are outside of their innate self. When you just start removing all that, it is so easy. It's so easy to to create your business. It's so easy to attract people. It's so easy to thrive. Like there's so much ease when you really are just allowing that truth to be there. We spend so much energy. I would say most people probably spend 90% of their energy trying to hold up what is not true. Yes, I agree with that for sure. All that energy holding up what is not true, all that energy holding what we don't want to speak. I mean, in psychotherapy, right? So much energy is in repressing and pushing things under the carpet, not talking about it. And there's a real cost. People are like, yeah, you know, it's all right. I'll eventually those things and all that luggage I'll have to pick up or I'll look in those closets. But it's it's real that that's a lot of energy. Not only is it in that closet or in that bag, you're literally holding it closed all the time or you're carrying (laughs) that luggage all the time. So people don't realize like so much energy in holding up what's not true, so much energy in holding up things that you're afraid to look at or examine. And I mean, and this comes back to what you and I share in the path of entrepreneurship that we're just, we both have really utilized Ireland's, you know, through business and through entrepreneurship as a path to get a deeper understanding of self, to really self-actualize as much as possible because we are given this opportunity. And you don't have to be an entrepreneur to be on this process. But if you are out there putting yourself, like if, if you're, you know, in a corporate job and you're like raising your hand, I'm ready, like I'm stepping up, I'm going to do the next, I'm going to leave the next Zoom presentation, you know, I'm going to do it, I'm going to speak my truth and, you know, or whether you're putting your brand out there, or rewriting your website, you know, 
all these different ways that you can be showing up in the world, that is so important for not just making Sonia and I happy. So you can tell us, yay, I did it. It's like, this is about your life. It's about you really learning more and more about yourself because the more truth that you're speaking to the world, the more truth you are unveiling within yourself. So true. I love it. I think that's a great place to kind of wrap up for today. You know, I mean, obviously this is a contemplation, but really, you know, take a look at what you're putting out in the world. Take a look at the way that you speak about your business. Take a look at your website. You know, are you being you? Are you being transparent? Are you being bold and direct about what you believe and who you are? And if not, maybe explore how you could be more of that. All right. Thank you all. And we will see you next week. Building a service business isn't always easy, even if you absolutely love what you do. Sometimes you need someone in your corner with the right mix of wisdom, encouragement, and structure to help you reach the next level. If you love what you've heard on today's show and want to learn more about coaching with me one-on-one, come over to sonyastatman.com or send me an email at sonya at sonyastatman.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Business Arena. We'd love to welcome you into our community. Come join the Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about me and my work, you can find me at sonyastatman.com. See you next week.